Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. I had a request on Instagram when I was asking for topics for the series to talk about working with clinicians. And this is a great topic and I didn't have this on my original list and wanted to make sure I did an episode on working with clinicians. So looking back when I was a first year teacher, all of the clinicians that worked with my students were at that point was the speech language pathologist and the occupational therapist. They both did push-in therapy. They came into my room and did therapy in the classroom. That was kind of the norm of the school. And I was really happy with that because I was eager to learn. Like when they sat down with my kids to do therapy, I sat right behind. I was like, can I watch? Um, I want to learn. Because I was really hungry for ideas and for strategies. And I'm happy that that was the norm because if they would have left, I think I maybe would have appreciated that because it would have felt like a little load off, like three kids are gone for a little bit, okay. But I was able to learn a lot from them in good ways and bad ways. And, you know, initially I just was soaking up everything and like I should do everything these clinicians do because they have their master's degrees and they've been doing this longer than I have and I should do everything the same. And I did later start realizing that some of the clinicians that I worked with early were doing things that maybe I wouldn't have done or in a different way. But from the start, you know, I really wanted to to learn just new ideas and then started figuring out along the way, like, okay, this would work or this wouldn't. 
overall, I was so lucky to work with really amazing clinicians that I was friends with. And that's like, I mean, if you guys have that, you know, that's, that's the dream, right? When you're friends with someone, you already have rapport with them. Um, that makes everything so great. You're excited when they come in. We did, I coach, I co-treated with the speech language pathologist for a while. We would run our sessions together. I run our sessions with her, which for my kids that were working on a lot of conversation skills was great because we could model it together and, you know, we could bounce ideas off each other. You know, two of the former clinicians that I work with now work with me. So I obviously love them and respect their ideas and their strategies. I did have some experiences, though, with um, clinicians that were difficult to work with. And this is hard. Um, it's hard if you're a new teacher and it's hard if you're a veteran teacher because you do kind of feel like you're stepping on someone's toes. But I don't know, to me, is like the teacher... I always feel like the mama doc. Like, I'm like, these are my babies. Like, if you're not going to do something right, I'm going to be annoyed. Like, I'm the one in charge here. Which, right or wrong, I don't know. That's how I felt. One, there are two big issues that I had um, with clinicians that kind of came back year after year with with certain, in certain seasons of life. Um, one was not coming at scheduled times. That was a big problem. And I, at first, tried to be too nice about it. And then I realized how hard it was for my kids that it was in their schedule that they had this therapy. And then if the clinician didn't show and had an emergency and had to reschedule, I tried to be really understanding. But after a while, it got really ridiculous. And I think, honestly, looking back, I was being taken advantage of for being young and nice about it. So I got a little, little snarky. And after having that repeatedly happen one year, the next year really came in strong when the clinician was setting their schedule on you know, I understand that things happen. Things happen with me too, but you cannot give us no notice and not show up and try to, and then try to reschedule. Reschedule. That was the annoying part. They would like, we're like, okay, I'm gonna come take them tomorrow at ten, and I was like, it was so like rude and disrespectful to me. I'm like, oh, like I have nothing planned for them at ten. Like my groups don't matter. No, you're gonna ask me when is the good time. Like they're doing guided reading groups at ten o'clock tomorrow, so they're not coming. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I started being kind of a stickler about that. Like, no, you can't just reschedule whenever you want. I'm not going to bend over backwards to fix my schedule. That definitely took some years for me to like have some confidence to say that. Um, the schedule thing was really hard. Um, and I had to come in firm and like bring in the like head of the IP team to be like, no, this is unacceptable. We can't do this. These are these are legally given minutes of therapy. Um, the other thing that I did have that I want to touch on that was um, various clinicians and even like roles that worked with clinicians to be a little bit vague on purpose um, that were disrespectful or did not follow behavior plans. And, you know, behavior is behavior. It's going to happen in a therapy session, in the hallway, on the walk to a therapy room. It's going to happen in the classroom. I tried really hard to keep clinicians up to date with different behavior plans that we had. And when people would outright tell me, like, I'm not doing that, I mean, I was kind of like, well, good luck. Like, I mean, stay safe. Like, I it was it was really frustrating because I felt like I was, this was when I was in grad school, become a behavior analyst. I was thinking so critically about behavior and, you know, truly um, had, a, had a good plan in place, but it's so frustrating when people don't want to follow it. And I just felt like, 
I didn't have much of an option but to put my hands up and be like, fine, good luck. Like, don't like come crying to me in 15 minutes when things are getting hard. Um, so that was for sure tricky. Uh, overall, I think with clinicians, you know, this sounds so corny and like just everyone says this, but communication is key. You know, staying really on top of communication as much as possible. And like you have to kind of build rapport and pair with your with your team members. And when people are doing things that you don't agree with, I think it's I initially really like to give the benefit of the doubt. And I think because I became a BCBA while I was a teacher and had already worked with so many clinicians, I am super open-minded as a behavior analyst about other approaches, about OT and sensory integration and things like this, because that was something I was always involved in. And I know behavior analysts have a little bit of a stereotype that we don't play well with others. And I kind of agree with that stereotype because I've met many a behavior analyst that doesn't play well with others. And I had, I just never, I think, approached a team like that because as a teacher and I was a teacher first, I always worked with other clinicians and saw, you know, the value in what they did and could see like, yes, this is different than how I would do it, but that's okay. So I think as I became a behavior analyst and noticed that trend, it was at first a little bit jarring to me because I was like, you know, let's see, like, yes, maybe we think we know what's right, but let's give, you know, other clinicians a chance to share what they think as well. Um, and when I was an adjunct professor and I, I frequently talked the, taught the practicum course um, to graduate students and, you know, these were um, future BCBAs, about to be a BCBA in a year. And that was something I really, really stressed to my practicum course that every clinician you work with, the OTs, the SLPs, the school psych, um, they all went to as much grad school as you did, guys. Like they went to two years of their master's. They did internship supervision hours. They sat for exams. They have as much debt as we all do. So because of that, we're going to respect them in their field. And I mean, like that's that's a different episode, right? On BCBAs playing well with others. But I think because I came from the perspective of always working with other clinicians, it was easier to maintain that in my role as BCBA. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. 
Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum, everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.